My, oh my, what have we here? This is a Lunduke Journal podcast, son, so sit back and let's talk about some nerdy things for a little bit. Uh, yesterday, we didn't do a Lunduke Journal podcast, so we're doing one today, uh, because yesterday we live-streamed for like six hours. Uh, we did two like three-hour about chunks, uh, maybe five and a half hours, something like that. We set a goal. I set a goal. I randomly, arbitrarily <laughs> pulled, a, pulled a goal out of thin air and said, I'm going to try to do this. And the idea was I was going to try and achieve all of the subscriber goals for the Lunduke Journal for the month of May in one day. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's a ridiculous goal. I uh, why, why did I go for that goal? I don't know. In part, I'm going to be really honest with you, in part because I just don't love doing businessy stuff, right? Like, I like... I like playing with old computers, and I like reading news and talking about and writing about Linux and Unix and alternative operating systems and pontificating on them. Like, I love doing that stuff. I'm passionate about that stuff. Uh, spreadsheets of subscribers and revenue goals and business, business, business. That really just... <laughs> It's just not my, my, that's not my favorite part of this particular occupation that I'm in, right? So I'm like, okay, if, but I still have to hit my goals every month. I still have to, I still have to keep the lights on and everything. So I thought, why do I try, what if I try to hit all those goals in one day and then I can just pretend like business stuff doesn't exist for the whole rest of the month of May? That was the goal. And you know what? We did pretty good. I mean, we didn't hit 100%, but we got to, um, I think, was it 55%? Something like that. We, we over 50%. And that was pretty cool. So in one day, we achieved 50% of our uh, revenue and uh, subscription, new subscriber goals for the whole month of May. And right now it's May 3rd and we're, we're already over 50% of the way there. So, um, I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to do another live stream tomorrow. That'll be May 4th and we'll see if we can push it past. Cause I think we're at about 60 something percent right now. Um, so we'll see if we can push it all the way to, uh, cause we picked up a little bit more today, uh, all the way to a hundred percent by the end of the day tomorrow, then, hey, come day four of the month, we'll just be done. That's the goal. So if you haven't already picked up your subscription to the Lunduke Journal, do that now. Get the free books. Get the, the ticket to Lunduke Fest that happens on May 14th, which is when Linux Sucks happens, which is going to be a blast. Uh, we're doing a whole bunch of shows that day. It's going to be it's going to be a hoot and a half, I say. Uh, so uh, do that. Do that right now. Go Go do that. Pause the show. Go do that if you haven't already. All right. Um, I'll put some links. There's going to be links. Wherever you found this episode of this show, there will be some links. Click on all those links and and do the subscribing thing and and support the, the crazy work I do. But here, here's something that, that blew me away. While we were doing the live stream, I, I decided to do the live stream using YouTube, right? 
And I did that because, I don't know, it just seemed easiest, right? I, I, I don't do a whole lot of live streaming lately. And, uh, you know, I, I still I still remember how to do it with 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 uh, YouTube. And I thought, well, I could do the live stream over on one of the alternative like video platforms like Rumble and whatnot. Um, but I never really set that up. And that's kind of like a, a different premium feature at Rumble. So I was like, oh, OK. And then uh, I was playing around with it. And I can do live streaming also over on Locals, which is where we host the Lunduke Journal community site. So at lunduke.locals.com, they can do live streaming. But I couldn't figure out how to do live streaming from OBS, which is what I use, the software I use to do all the, you know, the live streaming compositing and whatnot. It, with, it, with the Locals version, it kind of just uses your webcam and just kind of, it's meant to, I think, live stream like from your cell phone right? Like just to do a quick like chat with people. And that wasn't quite what I was going for. So we just did it on on YouTube. And what surprised me was people throughout the day yesterday kept stopping by the chat that we had going on going, whoa, Lunduke, I haven't I haven't gotten a notification about a show of yours in forever. (laughs) Like, and then they started looking around and they're like, whoa, there's videos here. YouTube did not notify me about any of those. Yeah, YouTube pretty much just fully shadow bans me as much as possible. They don't love me over there. <laughs> so if you want to make sure you're getting all of my stuff, <laughs> don't rely on YouTube is the moral of the story. Lunduke.substack.com, lunduke.locals.com. Uh, if you want to just make sure you get all the stuff, just do the free email subscription at lunduke.substack.com because that that way you get all the articles and the, the podcasts and all that. You definitely get it. And then you can do a paid subscription somehow and feel really good about that and get all the perks and blah, 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 blah. But uh, yeah, YouTube is not going to be your friend in this regard. All right. So let's talk about unity and rat poison. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, okay. So where this started was uh, earlier today, uh, this morning, I wrote uh, a, a very quick article talking about how there was a brand new release of the Unity desktop environment, you know, the, the one that the Ubuntu people made and then abandoned, right? Because it wasn't working out so great. People didn't generally love it. A lot of people did love it, but most Ubuntu users weren't crazy about it. And so eventually Canonical and Ubuntu abandoned Unity. Well, uh, there was one developer, maybe two were involved, but at least one primary developer that really liked Unity. So uh, he kept the, the desktop environment going and just like last week or the week before did a brand new release of Unity, like version 7.6, I believe. And it's not a huge release, right? It's not like it fundamentally changes anything uh it's pretty much just unity but you know with some bug fixes and some tweaks and some little enhancements that the developer wanted to include and it's the first major release of of unity in over six years and i thought well that's really cool i'm not a huge fan of unity but i love it when people like have a passion project when they say, you know what? I like this. <laughs> Even if it's, it's the minority of people that like it, that developer likes it and he's darn it is going to keep it going. I love that. I love that sort of thing, right? Like it's just, it's heartwarming to me. 
So I put out this, I put out this article. Uh, and then, oh, side note, I found out after I put out the article, the developer that, that had been updating Unity is a kid. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the details of this uh, because, yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard back on everything yet. But several people wrote to me and were like, yeah, I think, I think the kid's like a teenager. Whoa. That's doubly cool. So not only if that's true, um, which I think it might be, um, not only is it just a passion project for someone to continue the Unity desktop, but it's a kid getting this amazing experience and, and, and doing it as a hobby. And I, I love that so much. That is so cool. I, more power to that dude. Uh, total, total mad respect. Um, again, you know, unity is not my cup of tea, but total respect. Anyway, so I put this, uh, I put this article out and I make mention in near the bottom of the article that, you know, I don't love Unity that much. Uh, it's just, it, you know, it it never worked that well for me. I never really loved the usability experience of it. It's just not great. And one of the one of the community members over over at uh, lunduke.locals.com was like, you know, uh, you know, I, I kind of agree. You know, like it's not it's not my favorite, but you know, it's not my not my least favorite either. Something like that. I'm paraphrasing, and that got me thinking. You know. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not my least favorite either. Like, I don't hate Unity, right? Like, if I'm really being honest, if I'm if I'm truly doing some soul searching and sitting back and saying, how do I feel about Ubuntu's Unity? Well, that's fine. <laughs> like, it's never going to be like my top five desktop environments that I'm going to choose. But it's not my, like, bottom desktop of environment either, right? It's somewhere in the middle of the pack. If I'm setting up a new Linux distro, I would never think, well, Unity is one of the options I could put on. I, I just would never think that. But, but it, like, if I saw Unity running somewhere, I could use it. It'd be fine. I mean, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it doesn't make me happy to use it, but it doesn't make me super sad either. It's just not, it's just not my cup of tea. And that got me thinking. You know what desktop environment I really hate? Because <laughs> I don't really hate many desktop environments. Like, I, there's many desktop environments I love, right? I, I love GNOME 2. I, I think GNOME 2 and Mate are great. Um, Mate is just, you know, the, the, the continuation, the fork of GNOME 2. I think it's fantastic. Uh, XFCE is remarkably good. Um, uh, uh, CDE, the common desktop environment, old school, but I love it. I love it. Realistic, uh, Xmonad. I don't know if any of you have used that one. Xmonad's great. It's this really lightweight tiled window, window manager all written in Haskell and it's, it's just great. It's great. And they're all, all the desktop environments that I love are mostly pretty different. I mean, you could arguably say XFCE and GNOME 2 have a lot of similarities, but, but for the most part, most of the desktop environments that I love are very different from each other. They're just, they're just cool systems. But Rat Poison. Oh, Lord. I think Rat Poison may be the only desktop environment that I loathe, that I hate. I, I truly cannot stand this desktop environment. And 
if, for those of you who are not familiar with rat poison, I'm going to read you a little excerpt that I wrote back in 2014. <laughs> I, was, I was remembering this. I'm like, I'm like, I think I wrote something about rat poison one time and I had to do a search on it. And yep, sure enough, there it is. Back in 2014, I wrote a little review of me using rat poison in the desktop environment. It's not really a desktop environment. It's more of like a window manager, right? But uh, for the purposes of what we're talking about, it, it takes the place of a desktop environment. And uh, I wrote this for Network World back when I was a, a writer there. And, oh, man, I just laid into this poor desktop environment. Uh, no, no, no. Not poor desktop environment. Rat poison had er deserves it. They have it coming. Um, it's it's awful. And so I, uh, I, I I'm gonna read you part of it now because uh, it made me smile. How much dislike I have for rat poison. And if you've never tried rat poison, I truly and honestly recommend setting up a virtual machine with like Debian or Arch or something and installing rat poison and try to use it. It will give you a new just joy to use anything else that's not rat poison. Um, all right. So uh, so here we go. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, normally, I'd make you wait for the end of the article to discover my ultimate conclusion, but I just can't do that this time. You see... I'm talking about rat poison. I hated it. No, no, that doesn't do my feelings on rat poison justice. The heat of my hatred burned hotter than a thousand suns. Rat poison should be sent to the Hague and put on trial for crimes against humanity. But what is rat poison? Well, it's a tiling window manager with, you know, no overlapping windows and such, with a heavy emphasis on using key the keyboard and not the mouse. Het Hence the name rat poison. You get it? Because you can't use it. <laughs> because you can use it to kill mice. You don't need your you don't need a mouse with rat poison. Um, it is stable, light on resources, and lightning quick. Sounds pretty good, right? On paper, rat poison sounds like the ultimate uber nerd nirvana, the perfect antithesis to the bloated slow desktop environment so many of us use today. But when you actually sit down to use rat poison as your day-to-day -day environment, you quickly realize a cold, hard truth. It wasn't created to kill mice. No. It was created to kill your very soul. I managed to live in rat poison as my only desktop for an entire week. And while I was able to get my work done, rat poison did its damnedest to slow me down at every turn. A simple example the hotkeys. In Rat Poison, everything is done via keyboard, so there are lots and lots of hotkeys, which normally is something I like. A good hotkey lets you perform a task quickly, but in Rat Poison, I assume because they want to destroy my will to live, you have to hit a hotkey. Then you can hit another hotkey. Want to switch to another workspace? Expe <laughs> Expect to be able to hit something like Control 2 or, or Control Right Arrow to move between workspaces? Nay! First you hit Control T, then Rat Poison says, Oh gee, you want to hit a hotkey? You can hit a hotkey if you want to. Then you can do a Control 2 to move to the second workspace. 
Is this a little thing? Yes. At first glance, yes, it is. Then around day two of using rat poison full time, I realized that I was hitting control T about 500 bajillion times every day. And the T key is just far enough away from the control key to make my hand darned sore by the end of the day. That is a perfect example of what I like to call the worst design in human history. Want to know want to know what the many different hotkeys do? Tough. Because while bringing up a little cheat sheet is easy, control T and then a question mark, you then need to learn what each option does by way of the most frustrating game of trial and error ever devised by a human mind. The cheat sheet is about as helpful as a donkey with a semi-automatic rifle. Sure, it looks cool in a picture, but you don't want it on your desk. Case in point, control T and then a colon does colon. Don't blame me for the aneurysm that sentence just gave you. That is exactly what the rat poison cheat sheet tells you. Oh, and control T and then F20 does, quote, other. It goes on and on like that. Needless to say, the number of head-shaped holes in my wall is multiplied considerably, considerably over the last, the last week. Need to type a control T in the application you're currently working in? Do a control T, then type T again. Again, a little thing, but a nuisance. Resizing and managing frames and application windows within Rat Poison works similarly to most tiling window managers. I found it a bit less intuitive than, say, the awesome window manager, but functionally it was similar and I was able to adapt in order to get my windows laid out properly. I mean, this I go on and on here. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> okay, okay, move down here. Uh, here's the real problem with Rat Poison. It really seems to have two different goals. The first is to make a lightweight tiling window manager. In this regard, Rat Poison accomplishes its goal. It's not the best at what it does, but it pulls it off. The second goal seems to seems to be to rebel against any technology made after the invention of the mouse, a.k.a. 1946. In this goal, it succeeds just enough to make your computer borderline unusable, but means it's not retro enough to be cool but it's not modern enough to be modern. In short, I see absolutely no value in Rat Poison existing. It does a few things well, but not better than other window managers or desktop environments, and it does a few things so badly that running it makes you feel like someone must be playing a practical joke on you. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, it made me smile uh, how much I clearly hated Rat Poison back then, and those feelings, like as I was reading it, I almost had like like PTSD flashbacks to running rat poison. I'm like, oh, oh lord, I remember how bad that was. <laughs> it was bad, uh, but you got to do it. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, it is painful and will cause you post traumatic stress. But run rat poison. Put it in a virtual machine. Do not do it on a machine you need to use. But like, try to use it for like an afternoon, right? But like, use it for many hours and see how your hand cramps up. And then once you figure out how to edit things and your hotkeys and whatnot, oh god, it it's awful. It's awful. It's a dumpster fire of, of horrificness. And then when you're done, though, you can go back to Unity or KDE or, shoot, whatever desktop environment you thought was your least favorite, then go try that one again. And I guarantee you, 
whatever that desktop environment was that previously held that throne, that, that, that crown of your least favorite environment, it will now not seem so bad. <laughs> kind of puts everything in perspective, right? <laughs> Oh, anyway, anyway, um, I, I had to talk about this a little bit today because holy heavens, holy heavens. Um, uh, anyway, uh, everybody, I hope you're having a great time out there. Uh, make sure again that you are subscribed, not on YouTube to all the stuff I do. I'm going to keep putting my podcasts up over on YouTube, um, but you're not going to get notified of them because YouTube hates um anything that's good in the world um definitely subscribe over at substack lunduke.substack.com or lunduke.locals.com you can also get me over on patreon patreon.com slash brian lunduke um i'll put links i'll put links there's lots of links go sign up somewhere else at least get the free account somewhere else so that you actually get all the articles seriously we were doing the live stream and people were stopping by and then they started looking around at locals and people were like dude i had no idea there was so much here and i'm like this is what i've been telling y'all there's so much stuff happening over on locals and over on substack it is going to blow your mind um if, if those of you who are, who are already subscribed over at locals are just nodding along going yeah yeah it's it's awesome there uh, this is what i've been telling people it's a great community it's filled with fun happy nerds it's all family friendly there's no politics it's just joy it's just pure nerdy joy and then over on substack there's like non-stop articles like, like there was three articles today there probably would have been four, but but I, I had some technical issues because um, you know what happens. Uh, but still, you you gotta you gotta get over there. Uh, you gotta get over there. Get at least to one of those two places. Your life will be significantly better because of it. I'm not jo joking around with you. It'll be great. Um, and if you guys want to go uh, help the Lunduke journal and keep it, keep the lights on and, and help us meet our May goals really early. Uh, join us for our live stream tomorrow, uh, May 4th, uh, may the fourth be with you. Um, and we will, we'll rock out and we'll try and hit those numbers, uh, by, by the end of the day. And then, then we don't have to talk about subscriptions the rest of the month. I don't have to crack open the spreadsheets until June. That's the next month. Yeah, it's the next month, right? That's the next month. I don't have to worry about that stuff. It just sounds glorious. Um, um, also, um, if you have not considered the founding member options, consider it. And for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, go, I'll put, I'll put some links in, but basically it's the fancy pants schmancy tier of, of subscriptions to the Lunduke journal. Um, where with things like we do these, uh, these regular hangouts where it's, it's, uh, not broadcast anywhere. It's just us hanging out. And it's not like just like a video show I put on. It's all of us hanging out like doing a video chat together. It's just nerdy friends hanging out. We did one last week. We got another one coming up this weekend. And then uh, a couple weeks later, we're going to do another one. Uh, so you can hop on board with that. There's also a, a tier, one of the, the highest level tier of the founding members. Uh, you get a one hour private video session with me that you can do whatever you want with right so if you want if you want to use me for an hour to read the phone book to you or 
do people even have phone books anymore? Uh, but or, or a book to you, or you want to just talk about old computers, or you want to interview me and then release it as a podcast. You own the video. Uh, you can release it. You can keep it just for yourself, whatever. But it's just just you and me hanging out. Uh, you want to talk to me about uh, uh, creating a marketing campaign for an open source or a tech project. I mean, you know, we got to put that that whole me being a, a, a marketing tech executive uh, to uh, to good use somehow, right? So I've got the experience in that. If you want a little help with that, I can help you with that. If you just want me to tell you dad jokes for an hour, done. Uh, anyway, that's it's just. <laughs> It's just kind of a random weird thing we're doing. Um, so it, go check it out. Check it out for the heck of it and and see if it, that works for you. Um, I want to thank all the founding member subscribers. Because of you, we're able to keep the costs low and keep those regular subscription costs as low as possible which is cool. That means more people have a chance to be part of not just uh, this community, but get all the books and the video games and the perks and, and all that stuff. And that makes me happy. Uh, the more people that can be involved, the, the better, right? All right, everybody. I'm going to go head off into uh, the night and, and go, I'm going to go watch some TV is what I'm going to do because darn it, uh, I like TV. I hope everyone's having a great day. I hope you got to do something nerdy today. I hope someone hugged you and high-fived you today because gall darn it, you're awesome and you're worth it. <laughs> I will see you guys tomorrow or later or whenever I see you next is when I'll see you. <laughs> but I'll see some of you tomorrow. Good night, guys.